fast you're going. What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Leave now. Run in your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Conference Podcast. I'm your host, Iceman. Uh, I apologize I didn't put nothing out Sunday. Uh, Mother's Day. Late, belated, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. And uh, the reason I didn't put something out is we were celebrating Mother's Day down at Fluffy's house. And uh, instead of bringing my normal grown-up beverages, which is whiskey, I had me and Bam had been at the store, and I just grabbed one of them bottles, uh, one of them big bottles that of uh, rum punch that was already pre-mixed and stuff. And I had but two glasses. I didn't get drunk. I didn't get a buzz or nothing. But for some reason, it made me extremely tired. I mean, I had like a zero, like zero energy. Almost like I was like a bad hangover, like zero energy. And I wasn't going to come record with no energy because it would have really sucked bad. So that's my excuse. But at least I'm doing it tonight. Making up for it. So get the housekeeping out the way. Uh, Like and subscribe. YouTube, Facebook. Rumble. Uh, We're on Truth Social. On Twitter. Uh on Instagram. Uh make sure you like, hit the bells, you'll know, you know, when we do go live if you'd like to like watch the live show. If not you can do the audio. Uh if you're on Apple, write a five star. Uh write a review, I'll shout it out to you. <clears throat> and uh Spotify, like I said, I always say I don't think you can write anything, but you can uh do a five star. If you like, make sure you share it with all your friends. Uh, helps with algorithms and stuff like that. Uh, okay. Well, don't have a guest, obviously. We'll talk about some stories. Uh, some of them are hot off the press just from today, from some traffic stops I made earlier today. We're kind of interesting. They got one. Uh, well, we'll start off with the first one. Uh, when I do tell the first one, I'm not going to start it off with it yet, but uh, I feel like I've told the story, but I can't remember. I still had the paper written down. So I'm not sure if I did or not. I'm old and I don't remember all the time, so bear with me. Tomorrow uh, is the services for Nick Toolier. If, uh, some of the people that uh, don't know, out of state and everything, uh, y'all have heard me talk about him on some of my previous episodes. Uh, 
he did pass away. He uh, was 47 years old. Uh, he was wounded in 2016 in Baton Rouge when uh, a piece of shit motherfucker uh, ambushed a whole bunch of cops. This was right after, you know, when all that crap was going on and some uh, <clears throat> black nationalist or militant or some guy like that they, uh, ambushed a whole bunch of uh, cops in Baton Rouge. There were some EBR guys along with uh, some Baton Rouge City guys. Well, he passed away from his injuries uh, just the other day. He's the fourth person. Uh, he was the fourth one to die from that assault on Airline Highway. It happened on June 7, July 17th, 2016. Uh, we lost uh, Deputy Brad uh, Garofola. Baton Rouge policeman Montrell Jackson and Matthew Gerald, they all were murdered on that day also, leaving families and uh, children and wives and stuff, you know, without their father and husbands. They said uh, the procession, I don't know if you, it's still up on uh, Facebook if anybody wants to go from where. The day he died, uh, I was involved with the uh, procession where we brought his body from the hospital to the funeral home from Baton Rouge to Denham Springs. Uh, like ten and a half miles, I think it is, total. Uh, I was involved in that. Uh, I, I live-streamed it while I was uh, on the bike. If you want to go back and watch that, uh, you can. uh now tomorrow is his uh his services and uh I believe it's the the actual services start at one. I'll be uh involved in the procession there also uh so I'm thinking that the size services will be just starting at one o'clock I'm figuring I'm guessing it'll be two thirty three o'clock before they even think about leaving. If y'all, anybody interested, I will, uh, I'll live stream the procession. I can't guarantee nothing once we go graveside. Uh, depends on where we park and stuff like that. I may, I may just let it run and y'all can maybe hear it or something like that, but I'm not going to be able to hold the phone when we're out doing the, the full deal with them. Uh, it's disrespectful and I won't do it. I may just, depends on where we park at, I may just leave leave it running. If not, y'all won't see that part. If you want to watch the procession, uh, it'll be live on Facebook. You'll have to go follow me on Facebook to see it. Other than that, uh, or such, such a thing or something, so uh, from between, between two, three, or four, whenever we leave, it'll be done. I'm... I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be an extremely uh, long, it's going to be a long procession, and probably thousands and thousands of people will probably show up. Uh, Nick's been a big part of the community for a long time, and a lot of everybody in this area knows who he is in numerous parishes. So, more than welcome to come on. I just got a text message. It's weird. My phone's ringing. I ignored it, but they sent a text message and uh, it says, "Hey, Linda, this is my new number. Call me." 
And they spelled Hay, H-A-Y. <clears throat> I don't know who Linda is. Obviously, it's not me. <laughs> I ought to call uh, on here and see who it is. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna do that. Uh, we're gonna give Nick as much honor and respect as we can. I mean, he's passed away way too long, and he's not been himself ever since he got shot. I mean, he's a goop. It's all over the uh, internet. If you might wants to go read the whole entire stuff that happened that day, I'm not gonna get into it. Uh, I wasn't out there, but I know we you know I was. I knew a lot of these guys and stuff like that. So if anybody wants to go look it up, his uh, his name is Nicholas or Nick N I C K, and the last name is spelled T U L L I E R. So all you gotta do is put it in there, and it's, there's stuff all over the internet on it. You can look it up yourself. Other than that, <clears throat> let's move on to. I got a dry throat. Let me get some of this. Georgia Monkey, I'm drinking. We'll get on to some stories. Oh, this weekend, uh, Mother's Day. We got Bam. Uh, she got herself a. Or I, I got her a. She wanted it. She paid for it. The, the thing. But, uh,. She wanted a Russian tortoise. I know. I know. It's a turtle. The Russian tortoise. Well, they had one. Got it for her. Uh, his name is Stu. Like tortoise Stu. You know, I thought it could be like turtle soup. Or, as much as this little sucker shits. And he's a Russian. We should have named him Putin. Because he's Putin. <laughs> Damn play. But she she makes her happy. A happy wife is a happy life, right? The reason I mention this is, uh, you know, I'm, everybody knows I'm anonymous. I was getting out of my car at uh, at the local pet place around here. And uh, just a shout out also. Of course, I always wear my, my own shirts promoting, you know, the podcast, Motor Cop Chronicle. Uh, this guy and his wife and his kid and uh, Saw me, came up to me, and he asked me if I was the motor cop. Well, it kind of threw me off for a second because I'm, you know, there is a there is a guy out there that was way before me that called himself the motor cop. But he said, "None podcast." I'm like, "Oh yeah," it kind of threw me off. He guessed me, and he uh, he did inform me that he listened to all the episodes and stuff like that, and uh, we talked and stuff. And uh, he he said he uh, he worked for NOPD or something for like six or seven years. Uh, gave an offer to come on. Uh, if you're listening, offer still there. Email littercopchronicles at gmail dot com, or send me a DM on the uh, Facebook or something. But, uh, if you still want to come on as a guest, tell some of your stories on. Uh, hit me up. Anyway, I'm, I actually got to meet uh, a listener, which is uh, neat because me being anonymous, you know, people you know don't do it. So it was very, it was humbling, and uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate him listening. You know, that was a new thing for me, you know, because I don't get, you know, recognized or anything like that. And uh, knowing somebody actually listens and enjoys what what I'm talking about and not me just assuming that, you know, I know there's other ones out there, but other people out there that enjoy it. But for me actually meeting, uh, running into somebody, it was a humble experience and I enjoyed it. So uh, thank you. Uh, 
know what kind of nickname we'll have for him. He was returning a dead fish to the pet store. Uh, he said it was his first fish he ever had, and it died. It was an angel fish. So we'll just, I don't know. We'll just call him Fish Killer or something right now. Anyway, I don't know. Come for something, but I appreciate it, and I'm glad he listens. Hope I hear from him. So we'll go on into the story. Just I doubt this is going to be a whole hour episode, but I don't know. Sometimes I start rambling, so let's start the shit show. Like I said, this one here, I'm not sure if I, I feel like I told it, but I don't remember. So, like I said, I'm an old, old motherfucker. So if, if I have, deal with it. No, you've heard it for fast forward or a couple minutes or whatever. And my dad pulled a car over for doing a 79 and 60. This was a while back. I asked this uh, driver, yeah, out of state plates. I don't know if it's Florida or Mississippi. I'm not real sure. Anyway, I asked the driver for his driver's license, and the, the passenger woman hands me her military ID. Look, don't get me wrong. I appreciate what our military people do for us a lot. But don't don't just sling any ID out of me thinking I'm just going to give you special privileges. Actually, it's very aggravating. Just like if I, I pull over to the law enforcement officer and they just, I had one a long time ago. She had to work in a jail. A female pulled her for speed and she's getting it too. And as I'm walking up to the vehicle, she slings a badge out the window on me, flops it out. <laughs> that that just, it's rude. It pisses me off. Uh, I let her know that that was not the proper way to do things and uh, explained it to her and I let her go, but she knew I wasn't. I told her how much unhappy I was with her. That that's not how you handle your business. I will let. I will ask somebody, you know, or I'll say, "Look, I got a duty weapon in here." You say that to kind of let them know you're a cop. Or if you know, I was like, "Look, does it make any difference if I work in law enforcement?" If they say no, it they know. I get a ticket or whatever. But I'm pretty much for pop on now driving, so I don't speed a whole lot. So I haven't been pulled over in a long time. Knock on some wood. But this woman pulls her with military ID out on me, and I'm like, okay. I look at her, and uh, I look back at the driver and I ask him again. I said, do you have a driver's license? The passenger, just female, this lady, raised her voice, like, up at me, okay? Uh, and she says, he's getting it. I'm like, okay, well, I shouldn't have to ask twice, right? I says, uh, and then she busts out to me, I was abused by my husband yesterday or something like that. And I say, okay, what's that? Don't give you the right to raise your voice at me. And her response is to turn her camera on her phone on and start recording me, which, okay, I don't care, record me. I'm not doing anything wrong. I actually looked at the camera and said hi and into her camera phone. Anyway, I go back, come back, I give him his ticket, I'm explaining it to him, you know. She just filmed me the whole time after that and she kept her, her mouth shut. You know. <laughs> uh y'all know I'm I probably I should probably shouldn't say this, but I'm saying it anyway. Because uh, I, I don't condone 
at all a man putting his hands on a woman or vice versa. Domestic violence is, is very wrong. But if she was acting like that towards me and we just met, I see why her husband might turn and pop the fuck out of her because she wasn't all bruised up and beat up. She didn't look like, you know, Rocky and back. Rocky, you know, Apollo Creed just got into her, nothing like that. I didn't see any marks on her. But uh, she popped off to me like that. I could see why that motherfucker wanted her out to move him out the house because she's a bitch. Uh, I mean, you're, you're, she was just a bitch. And I just met her. I just met her and I didn't, I didn't like her. I wanted to divorce her and I wasn't even married to her. So I could see, uh, I could see maybe, like I said, it's not right. I didn't condone it, but I could see how the, she, after she, I could tell she was one of them bitches that just would like to push your buttons and probably wants to see how far she can push you till you pop the shit out of her. She just had that attitude about her. So start I don't remember if I told her or not, but, uh, I so said, I'd only been around for 30 minutes, and I was like, you know, it's 30 seconds. I'm like, yeah, this woman's a raging bitch, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. So he was probably the one in the military, not her. She was probably the wife or something. But we will move on to the next one. I pulled a black uh, pickup truck over for doing 74 and a 60. In the hammer lane, coming up on a white van. One of them Chester vans. That's what I call them, white vans. and old Chester molester vans, anyway. Anyway, I pulled them over, made them approach, uh, advised them. I always tell everybody what they did. I don't introduce myself. I don't say, hey, I'm deputy so-and-so or whatever. With such and such department. Because I have patches on my arm that say which department I'm in which parish I work for. And I have a big name tag on my chest that has my name on it. Well, my first initial and last name. So I don't feel the need to say, hey, I'm deputy so-and-so with such and such department. The reason I pulled you over was I just let them know why I pulled them over. It's the first thing I say. I'll say, how you doing? It's the reason I pulled you over. Every time, I always let. I'm not one. I see them on TV and stuff like that. Some of these, I don't know why. Maybe it's different agencies or maybe they're trained different where they don't tell the people why they pulled them over before. I mean, I'm just like, hey, I pulled you over. This is why I pulled you over. So there's no questions about it. So I go and make my approach. I advise them what he had done. You know, start pulled you over June 74 and 60. And this guy looks at me and says, so you're going to pull me over for going with the car that was in front of me, but you picked me. Why? This is why he, what he said. Still in the quote here. Why? Because I have Texas plates. Thinking like, okay, it's one of these dickheads. I looked at him. I said, no, sir. I said, the car in front of you was doing like 68, you were catching up with it and <clears throat> doing 74. That's why I use a LIDAR. You know, I said, second of all, I clocked you at like 760-something, point-something feet away. At that distance, I couldn't tell what kind of Plate you had on your damn car. Uh, 
I said, so you might want to just hold your attitude. Think about it real good before you keep climbing up a tree. See if you really want to climb that tree. So I went ahead and I went back, did my thing, came back, gave him his ticket. The dude just had this had this fucking attitude. Just this obnoxious, like thought he was like, I don't know, king of this shit or, or something. Could not believe that I was writing him a ticket. I noticed on his little name tag he had hanging on his shirt that he worked for Albertson's supermarket. This man was probably about my age or older. I mean, are you mad because you still work at Albertson's? I mean, I'm pretty sure he was some, you know, corporate person or big wig. I would hope he at this point he wasn't the, the buggy boy, but maybe everybody at Albertson's will lay down and kiss your grocery store man ass. Uh, we're not in, we're, we're not in Albertson's anymore. Toto, uh, we're in the real world, and I don't have ten for a dollar cans or nothing. Lose your fucking attitude, okay? Maybe he's pissed off because he's a grown man still works at a grocery store. I don't know. It was a prick. We don't. We don't. I don't shop at Albertsons anyway. I find them too expensive. They think they're too bougie or something like that anyway. So he can go on about his business with his fucking speeding ticket. Have a nice day, said the ice man. Next, <laughs> we're just going from story to story today. Next, uh, I make a traffic stop. Well, not that day. This was this the next story. This was on the second of this month. I make a tra- traffic stop doing uh, like seventy-five and a sixty, fifteen over, uh, handicap. Uh, Louisiana plates. He had three people in the vehicle. This this one's going to get interesting, especially if uh, they're listening. Uh, three people in the vehicle. Uh, two ladies up front. Uh, a man sitting in the back seat. Walk up. I advised them, you know, what they did. The reason I pulled you over, man, was doing 75 and a 60. The passenger uh, lady starts talking to me. It's her. She's like, it's her. It's my car. I'm like, okay, well. And that's her sister that was driving, brother-in-law in the back seat. Uh, his name is Bill. Not really. Not sure what his real name is, but that's because he calls her Seal, I found out. Bill, they call him because he's the brother-in-law. Get it? B- B-I-L. Okay. And she's Seal because she's the sister-in-law. That's what they, their, their little nicknames are for each other. You know, she's talking. I'm very, very nice people. Very talkative. She's talking to me, and I'm like, I'm like, I said, I said, you keep talking to me. You trying to talk, talk me out of giving your sister a ticket. She kind of laughs. Huh? Like I said, they're super nice people. Uh, the uh, the sister and the brother, uh, sister-in-law, and brother-in-law. They live out of state, like in Denver or something like that, Colorado. Uh, they live up north somewhere. So I think Denver, if I remember correctly. But uh, the passenger lady, we're going to call her Miss Mamou. Mamou is a uh, town here in Louisiana for all got state people. And that's the actual name of it. You can look it up if you want. That's where she is. 
Well, Miss Mamu thought, which is nice because, but she thought the Ice Man was was very attractive. Okay, she thought that the Ice Man was chilling. At one point, she said, "Can you step back?" And I looked. I said, "Hey, no, no, no." And I covered, I put my hands over my private parts. So you cannot be looking at my pee pee. <laughs> she said, <laughs> laughing. You know, I'll say this. She she checked my butt out when I was walking back to the car. I told her, stop looking at my butt. You know, she was a uh, 67, I think she's 67 years old from uh, Mamu. She's, uh, she's got some health issues going on. She's on some oxygen tanks. I hope she's feeling okay and better. And I did tell her, nice man is very nice. I told her that if I was not a happily married man and I was single, that uh, she'd need more than just one oxygen tank. We'd need three or four, maybe five oxygen tanks so she could catch her breath. But anyway, it was uh, <laughs> it was funny, too. She said something. She asked me how big my feet were. You know, <laughs> and she's like, she's like, she said, uh, Somewhere in the conversation, she said something about she don't want nothing more than six inches because more than six inches hurts. It's like, okay. Her sister was like, oh, my God. She said she never talks like this. She never talks like this. I just, I don't know. I just bring it out in people, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, long story short, it was an enjoyable traffic stop. They were funny. I think I'm pretty damn funny myself, too. But it was an enjoyable traffic stop. I... I let her go with a warning. Uh, but it was just an enjoyable traffic stop. Nice people. Uh, I gave them a thing. I, I think they might be listening to the podcast. If they do, here's y'all's story. I enjoyed the traffic stop. Bill and Seal and uh, Miss Mamu. And it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. It's good to be able to laugh at work sometimes and make people smile and stuff like that. And if y'all listen, I hope y'all enjoying the show because. Uh, this is y'all, y'all, y'all story here. Oh, and uh, and Bill did tell me he looked at me, you know, because Miss Mamu, I thought the Ice Man was attractive. Oh, oh, Bill back there, he he did until inform me that he found me, uh, he found no attraction towards me whatsoever, which uh, I am quite ecstatic about. I am glad Bill has uh, no attraction towards me. I think I had my. A good smell of cologne on. That must have been it. Or the haircut. I don't know. Anyway, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And, uh, I believe they got home safe and everything like that. And, uh, it, was a, it, was a good, it was a It was a good time. It was a fun traffic stop. And, hey, who don't like to be flirted with, right? Especially when you're getting, being an old fat fucker like me. So I enjoyed it, Miss Mamu. And uh, if you run into me again, do not try to look at my pee-pee. And don't be oogling Dice Man's butt, okay? Because uh, <laughs> I don't care if you look at it. It's fun. Like I said, I had fun. Uh, anyway, going to the, hey, at least it wasn't three large uh, large women with uh, spandex uh, unitards on that were one trying to keep sticking their tongue down my throat and stuff like that. Miss Mamu, Mamu at least had enough respect for herself and me not to try to take advantage of the ice man. Thank you. Let's go to the next story. Y'all keep getting that picture in your head. That's right. Think about it. All right. He's happening with this, this today. 
made a traffic stop uh and uh with the traffic stops uh what nothing to it you know this little blonde headed girl she's like 23 uh she's on her way to a funeral I think she was only like 74 or something like that. That wasn't the main part of it. Now, as I said before, when I work the interstate out there, I do it in my unit just because it's dangerous. And, you know, if I do get hit, at least I got a little metal around me. So I'm in my unit. I'm ex- exiting my unit to go give her her citation. As I'm doing so, you know, I'm looking, by, I'm checking behind me because I want to get run over there also. And, there's this uh, new mod, newer model uh, GMC pickup truck. Kind of one of them, I think it's one of them subdued colors. You know, I don't know the matte finishes. I don't know what they call them. It done moved on. No, I'm on a shoulder with all my lights on. It done moved on to the shoulder. And it's coming towards me on the shoulder, towards my unit stuff, at, at a little faster pace than was making me, uh, you know, not super cautious. Well, first of all, I'm already on a traffic stop, and now I got somebody pulling up behind me at a quite a fast pace. Then guess what else they had? No, not that. I don't know if they had crabs. No, I'm joking. What they did have was they had illegally tinted windows. So what? I can't see inside the vehicle. You're pulling up behind me at a high rate of speed. So I, I, I took my gun out of the holster. And had it in my hand. Down by my side. Okay. Because I don't want to be in the holster. if That's just one less step I got to deal with now. Because I don't know what the fuck's about to happen. You know. So I pull my gun out of the holster. And it's in my hand. I'm not pointing it at anybody at the time. Uh, by the time it stops behind me. Uh, probably about four or five feet behind my unit. I'm like what the hell. Like I said I cannot see in this vehicle. Which I don't like. For my safety. So I move over. I'm switching positions here. Because I don't want to stand. Be a sitting target. Enough. So I start switching positions. Passenger door cart starts opening. And I move my gun up a little bit. I don't actually take full aim with it. Because I still. My my spidey senses wasn't going off. Okay. But it's still. They're not always right. And I would rather be. You know. I'm going to be precautious. <sighs> Was well, a female passenger the car? You tell me, and then the driver said they had some AT wheeler, some AT wheeler trying to run them off the road. And he they explained to me, he's like, "There it is, right there. It's going past." I'm like, "Okay." I said, "Sir, I'm on the traffic stop. I have all this lady's information with me. I just can't jump in my car and take after him." I said, "Call whoever you did want to phone with somebody. Probably state police dispatch." I said, "Call whoever you are." You got a description of the vehicle and give it to the next parish over because I was real close to the parish line. There was no nowhere for this 18 wheeler to go, but they were going to go into the next parish. And uh, I said, just do that. Well, he did that and they ended up leaving. So I, I, I go back to my violator, the little blonde headed girl, and I walk up and she's like, oh my God. I'm like, well, are you okay? And she's like, and she said, you, you had your gun out. You pulled your gun out. And I'm like, yes, yes, I did. I said, can I explain to her? I said, I had this, that vehicle pulling up behind us really fast. I didn't know if you had called for backup or, or what the hell's going on. I don't like people behind me like that. Uh, job difficulties enough. I'm not getting surrounded. And I explained to her. It actually, uh, she didn't start crying. Looked like she was 
almost at the point of, I think it scared her more than it scared the people I had my gun out looking at. But uh, yeah, so I never pointed at anybody. I'm glad because they had a, a child in the back seat of this truck, which was properly properly restrained. But uh, yeah, so any civilians out there listening, uh, a little PSA, okay? Uh, if you see a cop pulled over on the road and have something to tell him, want to tell him, don't come speeding up and pull up right behind me, especially when you got illegally tinted window. Step way back, or better yet, pull way up in front far enough not to make him nervous and put your flashers on. Pretty sure once he finishes with that violation, he's going to know what the fuck you just pulled up there for. Or, or come and see if you need help. Do it that way. Don't pull up behind him. Try to pull up in front of him. Turn your flashers on. Let him know, hey, you know, and then they'll, they'll probably come check on you, okay? But don't do not do what Numbskull did today, you know, that I had to, I felt the need to to pull my gun out of its holster, okay? We, we don't like doing that. Because all it takes is somebody saying, doing or not saying, but making a wrong move or doing something that I perceive as a complete, you know, threat on my life, somebody else's life, and, and stuff can go totally different. And I don't want to have to be in that situation, hopefully ever. So there's the next one. Just giving them all to y'all tonight. Not saving nothing. This next one is on. I pulled over a, an older model Honda. I think it was a, I think it was a Civic. Or, I think it was a Civic or Corolla. I'm not sure. It was older model. Old enough where the headliner was uh, kind of hanging down. That's delicious. Anyway, Louisiana plates pulled over. We're going to super fast again. Today was not a super fast day. 74 and 60, 14 over. Pull them over. Got got a young lady in there. Uh, she was 27 years old. She had two little, two children in her back. One looked probably three-ish or so. And the other one looked, it was like either old enough for preschool or get getting almost ready for preschool, okay? So he was, what, what, five? They were both properly restrained in their car seats in the back seat. Made my, anyway, I had made my approach and told her the reason I pulled you over was doing 74 and 16, you know, driver's license insurance and uh, registration or, you know, registration or insurance. One, but one or both, it don't matter. Give me what you got. Well, Robert, I don't know if it's his term or whatever, but I still use it. From Louisiana Saturday Night Podcast. She started doing the 415 struggle. I mean, shuffle. Uh, the reason he calls it that is because uh, Louisiana Revised Statute uh, 32, colon 415, is the, what, the law that we write up for driving under suspension. And for some reason, people that don't have a driver's license are suspended. When you pull them over and ask them for it, they start looking through everything. They'll dig in their pockets. They'll go through their purse. They'll go through their glove compartments. They'll look through the dog shit on the side of the road. They will look everywhere for their driver's license. I don't know who keeps the driver's license. And in some of the places these people are looking, oh, I got it. I'm fine. Once they start doing that, I don't even let them go for that long. I'll look at them. You know, when they start, I don't have it. And I'm like, are you driving under suspension? And sometimes, most of the time, I go, yeah. I said, why don't you, you just say that and you're going to try to waste our time so everybody can run around and try to, like, 
find your non-existent driver's license. I mean, what do you think when you start looking for it, God is going to miracle you a driver's license into your, no, it's not going to happen. Anyway, she uh, didn't have her driver's license on. She was digging around doing a 415 shuffle and I'm like, like, are you suspended? Oh, no, I don't think so. Okay, well, yeah. Um, probably are. So I, I go back to the unit. I get everything ran. Uh, can't come back. Uh, of course, her, her license was suspended, but I'm not going to uh, strand very small children on this bridge. It's, it's dangerous, and there's nowhere for me to bring her. So, But, yeah, I mean, just just stop doing it. The the thing, the whole thing on the story is when I come up, I'm making my approach. Uh, she rolls the window down. I advise her, you know, Well, I stopped her. And uh, I'm sorry if I'm yawning and stuff like that. It's been a long day. And it's, uh, shit, nine o'clock as I'm doing this. I still got to release and stuff. So bear with me because I, I don't like not putting stuff out. But when I walked up and was making an approach, uh, of course, you know, she's got like, her hair's like three different fucking colors. Oh, like, I don't know if she thinks she's rainbow bright or whatever. She has this spaghetti top, little halter, like spaghetti top shirt on, you know, like spaghetti string top. Well, I thought, I thought one of her titties was completely hanging out of it. But nope, it was just enough, just enough. And it was weird because she was just on one. Just enough coverage on that one titty that it was barely, barely above her nipple, I mean. And I'm like, this, this thing's just going to pop out. It's gonna, if she's anything like free bird, she's going to put somebody's eye out or something like that. But her, her tit was just hanging. I was like, it was, just, it was weird. But her titty was about to hang, just fly out. She's what we call uh, uh, my old partner, Rabbit. Would, uh, he come up with a term we call, that's what we call trailer park sexy, okay? You see the potential, decent looking girl, but they're they're just dirty. Well, I'm looking at this kid in the back seat while I'm trying to explain everything to her. The oldest one, and he is eating boogers out of his nose like they're fucking M and M's. You hear me? I mean, just he's eating booger after booger after booger after booger. I looked at I looked at Rainbow Bright. I said, "Do you have any snacks?" She said, "For what?" I said, "Your son's hungry. He's eating his boogers. It's gross." Oh, I don't have none. And I said, "I said, you hungry, boy, buddy? You want a snack?" I mean, if he would have actually spoke to me, I had some gummy bears in the car, unopened. I'd have gave to him. I mean, it's the same consistency of a booger, but it tastes a lot better, right? Uh. I look at him and say, you know, hey boy, you need something like that? And uh, he just stares at me like I just, you know, ask him to skin a cat and cook a dog or something. So finally, I mean, he I don't think he ever did answer me. I ended up, uh, you know, to see if anybody, you know, want to check that out. But uh, like I said, he, he never went in. This kid, he just started staring at me. Well, he didn't get into his no gummy worms. I said, ooh, he's side-eyeing me. He almost not like me watch his mama, Rainbow Bright. She's like, 
uh, we'll just call her Rainbow Titties. Uh, she's like, oh, yeah, I a, well, he, you know, the police make him nervous, you know, because his daddy's been out and out of prison a few times. Oh, well, we're setting a good example there. I can see why the kid don't want me around. And, uh, stop making kids. Stop making kids. If you can't afford them, you can't even close to afford them, stop making them. If they're here, that's fine. You do your damnedest to, to raise them and hope to God they come out not stupid. So, but yeah, but the whole time she, and she, she knows what she was doing. I mean, I was just waiting for the whole, but it, I was just waiting for that. It was just one. The other one was covered. Just that one tit. I was just waiting to like come out and put some eyes eye out in. So that was it on that one. Miss, uh, like I said, rainbow bright and her barely covered tatas. I will say, I mean, they, they look pretty, pretty perky for having two kids. Though. I mean, I'll give her that. They were still, they had the sag going on, but it wasn't as bad as you'd think some of the other ones. Or she had a damn good bra, which I doubt it. I don't think she could afford an expensive bra. But anyway, no, and I, there's no picture. So, pervert, Roy, stuff like that, don't ask. Next, right after that, the next stop, I pulled over. Uh, a white vehicle. Didn't know what it was at first until I got stopped. It was a, one of them Tesla. I think it was like a Model 4 or something like that. It was weird looking. But uh, it was a Tesla. 77 and a 60. 70, 17 miles an hour speed limit. I walk up. Same spill. I can go there. Then. Well, this is a, 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 a female. I don't know. And she's, she's wearing like a sports bra like you've been working out in. And uh, a pair of fucking yoga shorts. Like, well, I don't know, was, was titty day today or something? Just, you know, I keep getting bombarded with titties. I mean, do I look thirsty? Do I need calcium? I don't know. But I look at her and I tell her, I said, she's doing 77 and 60 if I pulled you over. She says, well, I wasn't driving. I don't know if y'all remember a few weeks back, I had one of these. I said, well, your car was doing 77 to 60. She's like, well, what's not supposed to speed? Well, I don't know what it's fucking supposed to do. I can tell you what it was doing because I had a green dot for my laser sitting on it. You were speeding. And, uh, I mean, if your shit's wrong, call Elon Musk. I don't know what to tell you. She wasn't rude or nothing, but I, I, I mean, I gave her a ticket. But this is the second one. The second one I've had, second Tesla I've had that they tried to use the excuse that they were not driving, that the car was driving. Okay? Well, you're behind the wheel, it's your car. Uh you're or if you're in the car, you're you're responsible for it. I'm not gonna write the car itself a ticket, but you were in control you you're supposed to be controlling controlling it. Alright, this is the last one. Then went way longer than I thought I was gonna be going to that's me running my mouth, ranting. I pulled over a Hyundai, Hyundai SUV, doing 64 and a 60, I mean 64, 74 and a 60 miles an hour. I told you, today was a big 74 day. Guy said that he was on his way home. Okay, I saw his driver's license. I uh, wasn't sure where this place was. but uh, He said a, a surrounding city, and I understood. Uh on his coat, on the back thing where you hang your clothes up here, I think it was a, a white lab coat. 
just like the doctors wear. Uh, but this one had uh, his little name tag on it. And it had the, the pharmacy symbol, stuff like that on it. Okay. He was an older gentleman. Looked like he was in his late 60s. Probably pushing up to the 70s. But very, very nice man. And I looked down. He said, said something. I said, I said, so, uh, are you, you're, I said, you're a drug dealer, aren't you? He's like, oh, no, no. I said, no. I said, you're, I'm a pharmacist. I was like, yeah. I said, well, technically, you're still dealing drugs. So we laughed a little bit about it. I ended up giving him a break. Uh, nice man. He's working with his son at their own mom and pop pharmacy because all these big, big ones are trying to push all the mom and pops out. So I gave him a break. I didn't write him a ticket or nothing like that. No. Like I said, gave him a break. So, I believe that is all the stories. My last stop of the day was the fastest one today. was a uh, 89 and a 60. Of course, I go up. Uh, driver, no hablas ingles. And I know habla espanol. And, uh, of course, she, she has no driver's license. Thank God the teenage girl in there probably... In school, you know, illegally here, but she spoke. She must have been here all her life because the, the little girl sitting there, she had very good English, so had a built-in translator for the most part. But, yeah, 89 in a 60, no driver's license, don't speak a lick of fucking English or nothing like that. It's aggravating. It's extremely aggravating. I don't know. I know being law enforcement is extremely aggravating. I, I mean... I am not obligated, or nor should I have to learn Spanish when we're in America. If you want to live in America, learn the native language. Just like if I decide to move my fat ass down to Mexico, I better learn me some Spanish because uh, it's not their job to change everything they do to, you know, do concessions for for people like that. So I mean, fair is fair. You know, so that one was it. That was the last one. I just wanted to rant about, you know, you know, some of these Mexicans shouldn't be driving and stuff like that. You know, I guess that's it until Wednesday. Uh, I know Freebird is going to be here. Uh, of course, you know, Holster will be here. I've got to get in touch with the box tomorrow. I'm assuming he's going to be here. I'm not sure yet, but I know Freebird will. Freebird won't be here weekend after next because he's got three three meetings. One being the Fuzzy Hat Club. You know, we we, we may we got we have a question. There's going to be a question on tomorrow's podcast. Uh, they might want to tune in uh, and see what it is live. If y'all make any comments on it, uh, I'm gonna we're gonna ask. This was this whole stairs idea, and it's quite funny. Uh, of course, you know. Freebird don't think it's as funny, but we'll see. He, he's a good sport. Other than that, everybody, uh, come back tomorrow if y'all want to watch the, the live stream. Uh, show some respect for Nick. Uh, best thing I can do sometimes for, for myself, for people that are watching the live streams or on Facebook that want to see that, you know, gives it kind of a perspective from my point of view. Not, I mean, it's not, you know, exactly from my point of view, but it's close. It's close. I mean, you kind of see, you're you're right there in the procession with it. So, uh, everybody, stay safe out there and uh, take care of each other. Hug your mama if she's still alive. Uh, go 
go appreciate your mom if you didn't do it do it because uh, they're not around forever and when they're gone you're gonna miss the hell out of them trust me for somebody that knows okay so stay safe and uh we'll talk to y'all wednesday thanks for watching and remember to smile because ice man could always be behind you we're out